Hello, everybody, and welcome to Galactic Yo-Yo, the podcast where Doctor Who fans share their unpopular opinions with the world. And I have to do with them. I'm your host, Molly Marsh. I'm just refitting my various bins with new bags after taking them out on a Sunday evening. It's the most exciting part of the week. Um, I'm being entirely sarcastic, obviously. Well, I've got the black bin bags, I wonder. Um, this week on the podcast, um, I have done another Snog Marry Avoid episode. Now, those of you who follow my tweets closely will know that the first Snog Marry Avoid Galactic Yo-Yo that I did um, is my favourite episode of the podcast that I've ever done. It holds a special place in my heart. I laughed so much that day. Um, and I enjoyed being daft with um, with Connor Johnston and Sarah Garnham so much. And I thought, well, we're at a particularly tough part of um, lockdown three in the UK. So I thought this was the perfect time to do another instalment of Doctor um, Who's Not Bearing a Voice. So I got Connor and Sarah together again, uh, obviously not uh, in real life, on Zoom. Um, and we we put a little list together of Doctor Who characters, um, and then we shuffled them up, and we decided which ones we would snog, which ones we would marry, and which ones we would avoid. And hilarity ensued. Um, it's a filthy podcast yet again. Um, it, it's been and it continues to be a, a perilous edit job, uh, but I don't mind because. Um, it's, it's just been so fun to listen to the conversation back. I hope you enjoy it um, as much as as much as I did. Um, maybe you do, maybe you don't. But um, I only do these silly episodes every so often. So if you hate um, how smug it all is, then just skip it, I guess. Um, have I got any other admin? Yes, the audio is slightly shitty in places on this podcast. Um, it's a little bit crackly on Sarah and Connor's end. That's because... Um, they didn't have the facility to record themselves with proper microphones, so I had to um, do the old-fashioned thing of taking a feed from the Zoom call. Um, so they don't always sound great, and there are a few crackles here and there, um, but I'm sure it's all um, endurable. Um, I think that's everything. Um, next week, uh, back to uh, regular programming. But in the meantime, I hope you all enjoy my conversation with Sarah Garnham and Connor Johnston. It seems that I'm some, some kind of a galactic yo of Bell's whiskey there. Uh, well, because I've got I've got nothing. I couldn't find a cider or anything. So I know are you I'm having like a are you having like a, a whiskey around. in warm water like an old man? No, I've got ice with ice. a little Jack Daniel's cup. So I'm going to turn you guys up a Let's bit go. on the old. 
That is poor. Are they are they really obscure classic ones that I'm not going to have to remember? Are they photos? There are very few classic ones in there. Are, there aren't any photos. Can you see the website, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, it looks great. Cool. Um, I've got my phone on standby so that I can Google image anyone online. That's great. What, yeah. what I'd like you guys to do, actually, to before we start, is I'd like you to, like, in your phones or on paper or whatever, um, write down three choices of your own. Um, they're okay. obviously ones that you can't put because they're in my list, but don't worry about that. Like, if the same one comes up, yeah. we'll just pick something different. Um, just write three characters of your own, and then uh, they'll be your wild card suggestions, and and they could come up throughout as well. Okay. And I've I've made it exactly thirty this time, so that um, we can do it ten times, and it's not going to be like um a random fourth one that comes over the end. Pumped. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm in there. You ready? I've, I've got one. Connie, you look so studious um, in your glasses. Oh, they're not real. They're just like blue light glasses because I kept on getting really, 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 really bad migraines. Right. And I, I was As a bit glasses wearers, maybe... Sarah and I find that to be culturally appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm not that bothered. <laughs> um, I was really skeptical of them. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, my sister has to wear those because um, yeah, she gets the same really bad migraines. Really bad. And I was really, really skeptical. I was like, no, I've had like I literally get migraines every second day for the last, you know, ten years. There's no way like a fifteen pound pair of glasses is gonna do anything. And then. Lo and behold, <laughs> it has, I don't know if it's just by coincidence, I'll, are you sure a migraine will rock up in the next couple of weeks and I'll be like, oh, oh well. Michael Nick, but, you know. if cool. you were a woman, they'd be like, you shouldn't be on hormonal contraception anymore. What, because of the blue light glasses? No, <laughs> because of migraine. <laughs> of course, sorry. <laughs> okay, so. I'm excited. We're back, everyone. For, I don't know how much of that stuff I'm going to include. I probably won't include the stuff about bleeds on the brain, but the rest of it I'll probably <laughs> okay. Um We're back, we everyone, for another edition of Doctor Who Snog Mario Void. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> I loved recording this. Oh, God. It's killing me already. I'm going to die before um, we even started doing it. I loved doing this so much last time, and it was the, my favourite podcast, podcast I've ever made. So I thought, why not do it again but on Zoom? Um, so I got, and I, you know, I'll be honest with you guys. I've got Sarah and Connor on the line here. I'll be honest with these two that I considered, um, getting in other people to do this. I thought I'll have to do it with different guests. Oh. Oh. And then I thought, no, it would be cruel and it would betray the formula. So I've, uh, I've got you guys back. If I may, it's not the formula that made the podcast a success. Like no offense. <laughs> But it's not like it's it's the characters. Well, no, that's and what I, don't I mean. mean. I mean the the, the winning formula good, good, good. Of, of you, Sarah, and I. We're oh, the good, yeah, okay. common denominator of the Doctor Who community. Yeah. I wonder what the audience would pick. Up. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> oh my god! I just the audience doing Snog Mary work well. at the three of us. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, so I I put some names this time into a, a unusually for the podcast. I've got Sarah and Connor on video call um 
which could throw us off at any time because I am a cheapskate who doesn't pay for premium Zoom, and um, we could we're going to get booted off and have to join again. But I have made a list on the computer of all the characters. Plus, um, Connor and Sarah have made their own three item lists of wildcard choices. So I'm going to ask uh, the computer to pick three random items and then we are going to decide which one we would snog, which one we would marry and which one we would avoid. So in memory of Captain Tom Moore, it's time, <laughs> it's time to play. <laughs> it's time to play Doctor Who Snog Barry Boy. It's, it's what he would have wanted. He wanted the choices. Okay, he's not. I thought about putting him in and I thought it's just cruel. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> Sarah's lost it already. All right. I'm going <laughs> to okay. pick a random item. Who's it going to be? Something weird happened to my mic then. Content will resume after an ad? No. <laughs> this is bad. Okay. I've used this before on my phone. Oh, no, it's here. Okay. Oh, there it is. Liz 10 is our first mm-hmm. option. All right, Liz 10. Nice. We all remember her. Okay. Yeah. Off, I'm happy off with the that. the list goes again. Oh, Sarah's third wildcard oh. choice. What is your third wildcard choice, Sarah? Um, John Bishop. John Bishop. <laughs> so, oh, is this the actor and comedian John Bishop, or is this Dan from the upcoming series of Doctor Who? This is. Uh, well, I mean, isn't it the same? It's basically, the same person. It is in our uh, minds at the moment because we don't really know much about Dan, do we? Yeah, we'll 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 say as as Dan. Okay. So yeah, in the back of the just band. for appearances' sake. Okay, let's do another one. Yeah. The winner is Anne Marie, and I'm referring here not to the pop star, but to the woman <laughs> who Donna shouts at in Turn Left. Do you remember this, guys? I do. do you, Sarah's I looking at me like she has no recollection of this. She goes. Anne when Marie, it... like that. <laughs> Something about like a stolen stapler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go- like, Google it. Anne Marie. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so it's Liz Ten, John Bishop as Dan, and Anne Marie. I think I'm going to start with Connor. What 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 are your feelings on? Can this you remind list? me of the options? Is it, it Snog Mary Boyd? Yeah. Okay. Um. To be honest, I'd happily snog all three. I know Let's I can't do actually. that. Um, I'm. Can I? Am I allowed? No, you have to. You have to. That's built into the premises. You have to. Okay, of course, of course. Um, yeah. I would snog Liz Ten. Okay. Because I think that makes um, sense. She's very cool, but I, you know, I'm not a massive fan of the monarchy in any form, mm-hmm. even even intergalactically. So, <laughs> I wouldn't want to commit myself to an archaic. <laughs> Um, institution. Yeah, um, she's also in keeping a, a, a precious creature enslaved, um, unknowingly. Let's not forget. That's true. Yeah, which I guess is pretty on brand. Um, I would say Snoggle is 10 because I still think she's cool despite the fact that she's monarch. Um, marry John Bishop because I am irresistibly obsessed with his Instagram stories. Oh my moment. god, that's um, so good. Have you seen the Instagram stories that are like god. watching iPad? <laughs> yeah. And giving a pig a manicure. Like imagine being married to that. Imagine having that at your disposal every day. Um so yeah, absolutely. And avoid I'd have to avoid Anne Marie because um uh convict, didn't she? 
steals thief. Yeah, you don't you don't want to be married to or snog somebody who's no. Well, maybe you want to snog somebody who's like that because they're dangerous. But Anne Marie sort of doesn't seem dangerous. She just seems bothersome i don't want to snog someone who doesn't have a line of dialogue mole like okay, yeah, I got... <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, Sarah also, G, what, what are we thinking well she looks like a bitch well yeah um... i mean the, <laughs> the casting call was probably this if you look like a bitch audition for this <laughs> or she, it's probably although it's probably a um what they call like a featured extra well they'll, they'll, yeah. they'll just pick someone out of the extras and it's the bitchiest looking one no that face is that face is intentionally shifty. <laughs> that there's been a long casting process. <laughs> uh, I like I like that, but uh, yeah, she's she's going to be avoided, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. And then I I probably um, swap what Connor did, and I would marry Liz Ten. I just think she's so damn cool. Um, mm. one one of the coolest, and then I mean. Dan, he's quite cute, isn't he? Snog him. Cheeky snog. Yeah, I mean, why not? Why not? I think I'm going the same way as Connor with this one, actually. I think I'm going to snog Liz Tan. I don't think I'd want to live the dangerous life that she lives. She's sort of quite... I feel like she, even beyond the plot of The Beast Below, I think she would get into scrapes that I would not want to be anywhere near. So I think I'm marrying Dan. I think I'm snogging her, and I think I'm avoiding Anne Marie. Nice, mm. right? I think I think. Can I say sensible choices? Yeah, absolutely. I I would be in favour of a Liz Ten return. It's not often that I feel very strongly about like side characters from ten years ago, but Sophie Okonedo is like insanely good. I mean, like, I I'd be up for a Sophie Okonedo in everything she does. Yeah, in any form. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the doctor? Yeah. Sophie Okonedo is the doctor? Would we oh, be in Yes. Done. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's go for another one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I love how on edge I am. Like, oh my God, there's so many options. Okay, who's it going to be? It is the fugitive doctor, Connor's favourite. Ruth Doctor. Right. Okay, let's pick another one. Is my favourite. I've got a giant cutout of her in my well, office. Just think, the, <laughs> the last time we did this, we didn't... There was no such character as the Fugitive Doctor. We didn't know... <laughs> I can see Sarah already laughing at the next choice, which has already appeared on the screen. We didn't know who the Fugitive Doctor <laughs> was. Like, there's a whole... I listened to the first edition of this the other day to kind of refresh my memory. There's a whole bit at the start where we're talking about the yeah. filming in Gloucester and the Jadoon in it. Everything. Little did we know what was around the corner. Oh, the COVID nineteen pandemic. Um, all it is Alan is our next choice, guys. All it is Alan. Okay. Um, for those listeners who might not remember, he is uh, the Ruth Doctor's kind of weird, creepy stalker who works in the cafe, um, and gets and killed. By the the he gets killed right by the Jadoon. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, brutal. Okay. That's, right, let's go for Sarah's one of Sarah's other wild cards then. Okay. Um, Let me see. And I I've got remove oh. some of the choices we've already had while you're thinking. I have gone for... Uh, do you want wild card one or two? You can uh, either one is fine by me. Wild card two, let's say. 
Okay, I've, I've gone for K9. K9, we did have K9 last time, but there's no reason we can't have him again. What about let's have um let's have K9 from the um from the Australian series. <laughs> Since we have K9, an Australian yeah. among us, it seems appropriate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh okay, I can't remember what the other choices were now. All those other fugitive doctors doctor and um and canine but specifically from the um Australian series. Uh what are we thinking, Sarah? Um well straight away I just googled Alan to remind myself and I came across <laughs> the horrific discovery that his name is spelled with two L's. So that's put me off right away. Are you and sure? According to this page. Which choice was that? <laughs> yeah, Alan. it is. Must be from yeah. the Vinay Patel. Script or Let's something. have some words. Yeah, that's Vinay's work, isn't it? So it's, an, it's a no for me for that specific reason. Because okay. I, I feel like... <laughs> He'd be sick of me because I purposefully spell his name wrong all the time. Um, then I, I don't know. It's a very, a very tricky uh, decision. I feel like I would really get on with marrying the Australian canine. Um, I feel like we'd have a really good home dynamic. Um, I just, yeah, I'm just getting good vibes, and then I feel like I get good vibes from him. I feel like he's kind of, I, I feel like I, I get a sort of sense of aloofness from proper canine that I don't get from yeah. the Australian one. The Australian one seems sort of unassuming, and it's more approachable. He, um... That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, he's more approachable. The the um the proper canine sort of coldly distant. Yeah, yeah. He's like, like you, you don't have the license to use me. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm under strict copyright laws. Like he's all a bit cagey, yeah. isn't he? Catch me in my uh, original movie coming 2016. <laughs> well, no, that's they're using Australian canine for that. Is it? Yeah, because that's the canine that Bob Baker has the rights to. Because no, he he has I think the rights. It's an even, I think it's another canine. Do you think it's a third I think version? A, I think. It's not the Australian one for sure. Well, it's it's some other design because the the whole situation is that Bob Baker has the rights to the canine character, but does not have the rights to the design, which is why he can't okay. use the the uh, prop, the BBC prop, in the stuff that he does. All Fair that's going to be is if there's three iterations of K nine, then they could be three iterations on this game. Well, I mean, there's three, there's um, four iterations of K9 within Doctor Who itself, of course. We need to do a extended <laughs> Patreon only Patreon. Can I have a Can only I have a sidebar only. just quickly? Yeah, go on. Just because K9s come up, I have been absolutely slated, like, and destroyed by by other friends not you guys when i've brought up the fact that canine and nardole are basically the same yeah. and serve a similar kind of purpose i think that's a fair enough um yeah. observation Com comic kind of sidekick relief both metal dogs um you know like it, it's a, it's a very easy like correlation to make yeah i've been almost crucified for making that comparison before you, so I'm glad. I'm glad I've just echoed some support. You need some chiller friends. Um, 
Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> you do, you do. Wait, are, are they offended on K9's behalf or Nardole's behalf? Nardole's behalf. Oh, okay. That surprises me. Yeah. Is this friend Beth? Um, I think, I can't remember if Beth had as strong feelings about it, but I know uh, Josh definitely was just like not having it. Recently um, has become quite a bit of a Series 10 Storch defender, which, you know, I enjoy as well. But even the correlation between Nardole and K9 was enough to, to make him see red at the time. Uh, if I was Nardole, well, I'd be honoured to, to um, be compared to K9. I feel like Nardole is... is, is significantly better in my own kind of affections than canine but they do salt they they suit the same purpose sarah and i are both shaking our heads here shocking um I'll... no you, you prefer canine to nardo 100 percent. had sarah reached the end of her answer yet um oh, yeah. yeah i feel like and then, then i'd uh have to snog the fugitive doctor and avoid That's... alan yeah, I, I, with that spelling, I ju- I wouldn't have time. I'm gonna. I'm personally going to go with the same as you. Actually, I'm going to avoid Alan on account of his weird harassment behaviour and the spelling of his name, um, and the fact that I just he's just not really my type. Um, and I'm going to marry. I find the fugitive doctor a little bit threatening, so I'm going to snog her, and I'm going to marry Australian um, canine. I, d- I don't get the welcoming vibes that you get from Australian canine. I look at Australian canine and I see like the fuck boy of canines, a hundred percent. Like I look at the Australian canine. Like he's he's, he's one of your own. No, he's not. He intrudes. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. <laughs> okay, he's not. He's not born and bred. Let me just make that clear. Um, but I look at him and I get the same kind of vibes as like, you know, that Jude Law Elfie movie where he's just like that <laughs> sleek kind of polished fuckboy metrosexual. This is the metrosexual canine. And and I just like, I'm sure it'd be a good time initially, but I don't want to put any long term trust in the hands of a, a, a fuckboy middle dog. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm going to snog canine because there is... There is that sleekness is still attractive, but temporarily. I don't, I don't want to commit myself for a long time. Wow. Um, I want to marry the Ruth Doctor, uh, the Fugitive Doctor, because I want to spend as much time as that like humanly possible and then some. Uh, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> you both said, like, oh, I find her threatening. That's okay. okay. That's okay. Um, and it makes, then, go back to the Australian uh, K9 series for a second. It makes me laugh that that whole thing i mean i've not really seen full episodes of it i've just seen clips but the whole thing's supposed to be set in london but it's so clearly made (laughs) and shot and everything about it is australian but it's it's do you know what i don't think i've seen i don't think i've seen it um i I think i've seen like clips but i don't think i've seen a full solid episode so i'll have to give it a go to to um, verify my suspicions of um the seediness of Australian K9, but uh, all is Ellen is just by default getting avoided. But I, I like, I think you know, he's he puts together a dossier. He's very involved. He's um, well, very I, attentive. I when... He bakes. I'm just going to say before we move on to the next one, um, whatever his name, the the dude that that Ruth was with, oh, well, um, 
Lee. Yeah, Lee. Bit of a drop kick. Didn't make her breakfast, didn't treat her the way that she deserved to be treated. So in saying that, all is Ellen, this this gentle soul, who I'm still avoiding, at least can recognise that somebody like Ruth deserves deserves more than that, deserves more than a man who can't wake up to make her birthday toast. So um, I, I will avoid, but avoid with respect to all is Ellen. I suppose Lee was My doing God. a lot by being there at all, though, wasn't he? Sorry? Lee was doing a lot by being there at all. Yeah, but Alan didn't know that. So he's, he can That's only go true. from what from he his sees. He can only okay. go from his perspective. She's being, she's being um, uh, hard done by there. Yeah, it's true. Okay, let's do another one before Zoom kicks us out. Who's it should sure. be? Do you think you'd be a better partner than Lee, Connor? He's thinking so. about it. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like at a minimum I'd make toast all right. I think at a minimum I can organise a good birthday surprise. Um, yeah, yeah, I would like to think so. Quite low bar though. Okay, so our next choice is girl boss Ace. So I'm here referring not just to Ace, but to Ace as the CEO of a charitable organisation in that um, Pete, Pete McTighe penned um, trailer for whatever box set it was. Okay. Maybe. 26. Yeah, season 26, that's right. Who's it going to be? Connor, one of your wild cards, please. Okay, so it's the crusty Russian man from the beach in Praxius, pre-explosion, but post-crust. Okay. So in A the Russian very split fella. second, when he... Yeah, he comes from the submarine. Or is he American? I don't remember this at all. So she's running. Jody gets to... I'll find a picture. But Jody gets to the beach and they pull the submarine oh, man yes. out of the beach. Okay. And he just goes... And he crusts up. And so I'm saying the cr- that at, man... At but the crusty stage. The, se- right. the second he crusts up. Before explosion, but post-crust. Right. Well, that's what you're getting if you go out of me, taking... really, with all the psoriasis I've got. Okay. Next one. <laughs> I'm going to need a visual image here, and I don't know what to Google. You remember what what that um, looked like, Sarah. It's like weird kind of scaly grossness. I mean, we're all avoiding it, aren't we? We're avoiding it completely. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> our, because our last option is Tebow. Sarah's looking a bit confused again. Tebow, so this... why, why do you guys have encyclopedia? I got chips. So this is um, this is. I, I got chips. Yeah, this is uh, Ryan's mate from series twelve. Oh, he was like okay. depressed in that one episode, and then the other one he's playing basketball with him and all that. I've just sent you some pictures of crusty man, Sarah. Okay, let me let me take a look. Have you sent so, it to the group? So when he's crusty. Yeah, when he's crusty. He's oh so, it's so gross. It's what got a sort of trypophobia kind of vibe to it, hasn't it? Yeah. I can't believe I gave you like three minutes to think of some wildcard choices and this is what you came up with. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that a compliment? No, not at all. Like, are you being like, it's fully an why insult. hasn't this taken an hour? Um, oh, that's not nice. I Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I am going to... What am I going to do? I'm going to snog Tebow. 
he's a good looking fella i think but he's not yeah. i don't know he seems mm-hmm. a bit ordinary to me mm-hmm. on a long-term basis bit depressed i'm gonna marry um girl boss ace because although the whole girl boss girl boss vibe is doesn't line up with me politically i bet she's doing okay for cash and she i mean she is she's doing a lot of charitable work in fairness to her and i've got a sort of weird thing for sophie aldred actually um so oh. i i'm going to go for i'm going to go for marrying her and i'm going to avoid obviously the crusty russian guy yeah i i'm i'm with you all the way there for the exact same reasons like will admit i've watched that girl boss video more times than i care to admit mm. <laughs> so step up from tree food tom isn't it just a bit yeah, just a bit yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Uh, I'm going to break the mould. Has to be done. I am going to snog Tebow because... um, You're not going to marry the... You you cannot marry the crusty man. Okay. You're just being I'm glad that the meeting time is running out. No, I'm not because... (laughs) Have you ever, like... do, Do you ever get, like, those, like really revolting videos like dr pimple popper or like yeah, i love those. like you know people taking yeah. calluses off yeah yeah okay one, so this is one guy the guy on youtube called, um, called the tobro who um yeah and they'll like take like off stuff and whatever yeah absolutely so i'm not saying this is a marriage of romance i'm saying it's a marriage of convenience because the amount of data that i'd save i could i get i could just watch him <laughs> I don't know, try and clean himself up overnight. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's that same kind of, like, alluring so you're disgustingness. But... For the thrill of, of watching, for the cheap thrill of watching him remove his crustiness. I can think of many more problematic so reasons round, that people have gotten married. Come round, you can watch me pick um, at my psoriasis any time you like. Free of <laughs> Ah, that's very Not at the moment, though, because we're obviously in, in lockdown. No, not at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to, a marriage of convenience so that I don't have to continually subscribe to Dr. Pimple Popper and whatever YouTube videos. And then I'm avoiding Ace because you're right. She does look for me far too wealthy for the head of a charitable organization. If that money's being funneled correctly. So I'm just saying, she has some other business ventures. Maybe she owns property. Even worse. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was that just, supposed to be? Maybe, maybe she just put a um a really lucky bet on Leicester City when they won the Premiership unexpectedly a few years ago. Yeah, that's. Mm, I don't know. Maybe I'm she still put even like two hundred quid on them like on. really early days, and is and is you were not and has then sort of invested nothing... that money and and made more and and she sort of built on that. And that's where no, there is nothing that you're going to say that will make me surrender. Okay. Um, Maybe it's a snob with wealth. Tebow and a lifetime. That's worse. A, I inherited would... from whom? What if she? Nepotism. Nepotism isn't sexy. <laughs> Maybe she's got. Um, maybe she's got an OnlyFans account. Yes. Oh, it's... okay. Yeah, I support that. It's, that would it's, do. Um, it. if, if that's the reason. Yeah, it's her in the ace costume with a um with a baseball bat. Baseball bat. <laughs> you fill the fill in the blanks. Um, fill the rest in yourself. You know. As as tempting as that is, I'm still not going to give up a lifetime of um 
oddly satisfying wow. visuals. So uh, it's practically a man for me. Sarah's face. Um, this Zoom is going to kick us off in less than one minute, apparently. So I think we should just wait now until it boosts us out and then we will restart. Okay, I like that. I like the okay. risk. What do you reckon's under the crusty man, though? Do you reckon it's Doesn't like matter. That, that pink skin, like when you pick off the scab I think it's that. I think it's that. Like that, that very brand new baby tender, skin. Bri- yeah, red skin. Oh. Lord, yeah. so ASMR for your eyes. <laughs> Visual Just triggers, not. they call a it. Big, in ASMR big fan, big fan of my decisions there. <laughs> it's rare I get to say that. <laughs> oh, we're gone. Okay, Sarah and Connor have just been, have just been removed. We're gonna, we're gonna log back into the Zoom chat. All right, all right. I don't want to buy Zoom Pro. I don't want to buy it. Back, back, back again. <laughs> I was um drafting my uh, three wildcards when you said, but did you say those three tabs are open from days ago, Molly? Yeah. Those four Instagram tabs. I don't use this laptop for anything, really, other than like oh, okay. doing uh, Zooms. So I, it was just the last time I used it for that. Fair enough. I'll, I'll let it pass. I have a very uncool desktop computer that I use for everything else. <laughs> uh, okay. You can- one of those portable, the like clip-on webcams. Yeah, I'm gonna buy one, but I'm trying to like um, <laughs> research what the best one is. Actually, if any listeners know what the best um, but affordable clip-on webcam is, do uh, give me a shout via an email at galacticyoyopod at gmail dot com. Right, we're gonna pick some more people. Who's it gonna be? There are some excellent options there. Okay, who's it gonna be? Okay, Biff. Now, I'm talking here not about Biff from Back to the Future, but about Biff, the dad from the bus in Midnight. I'm going to have to go for that to remind myself. Well, how do you... As in in Jethro's dad? As in Jethro's dad, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what he... How is anybody in that episode not looking at Jethro? How are you going to say that your eyes have gone anywhere but Jethro? He wears a sort, in of, that he entire... wears a sort of pink polo shirt and he, and he looks a bit like Ricky Gervais in character as David Brent. He looks exactly like Ricky Gervais. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, he looks a like boy. Ricky Gervais. When you said Biff, my first thought wasn't uh, Biff from Back to the Future. It was Biff from the children's Biff book Chip. series. The magic, this chip the magic, floppy. Yeah, the magic key. Yes. I was like, oh my God, yeah, I know Biff. Um, it's funny because well, the, the kids in that family, right, they're all named that w- in that way because it helps w- with kids' reading skills, right? But yeah, if that doesn't really explain it because they could just as have easily called them like Sam and Ben. Yeah, and 100%. Tom and I don't know what you people are talking about. So in the UK, there's a there is a um, series of children's books that are specifically made for kids learning to read. So all of the they're they're stories, but they're written in such a way that particular words crop up and they're and they're designed just for reading lessons, really. And they feature characters called Biff, Chip, and Kipper, and a dog called Floppy. And in some in some it's weird because in some of the books. They're like, um, they've got a magic key and they can go to like fantasy worlds and they have these crazy adventures. But in some of them, there's no fantasy element and they're just having kind of day-to-day, they're just doing day-to-day stuff. 
which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, that's just. But there's a... nothing interesting about this, Biff. No. <laughs> Not at all. No. It's... No, okay, just making sure. So we're gonna have to. It's gonna okay. have to be someone really, really bad that pops up for any of us not to avoid Biff. Then, by the sounds of it, yeah, I would assume so. Okay, who's it gonna be? Although there have been other surprises so far, so you know. It's another Connor wild card. What are we getting, Connor? You were getting um, Bill Bailey's wasted potential. <gasps> I nearly put. <laughs> I nearly put him in. Well, here he is. There we go. But it's technically not him. It's it's like, you know, when Clara holds up the leaf and rings the back tent, she's like, these are all the roles that Bill Bailey never Could had. Could have played. And... Okay. Right. Cool. Final one. Strictly's Bill Bailey. I was really frustrated the other day when I saw a, a, a website refer to him as Strictly's Bill Bailey. I thought he's not Strictly's Bill Bailey. He's... Very successful. He's a very successful comedian and actor, but he's just recently been on Strictly. So footnote. So footnote in Bill Bailey's career. I, I feel the same when people go like um, MCU's Karen Gillan, and I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Except Al's more so. first, you know. Yeah. So the the final option is Becca Savage, who is, in case you guys don't remember, she is the horrible. Um, witch hunter lady from the witch finders. One of one of the only ones I do remember. Is this is this pre or post crust? It's pre crust. Pre crust. Pre crust. Okay, just making sure. Um, so we've got her. We've got uh, Biff, and we've got uh, Bill Bailey's wasted potential. Sarah, what are you saying? <laughs> um, straight away. Gonna go in there, marry Bill Bailey's wasted potential. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I feel like we have a lot in common. Um, I too waste my potential on a regular. <laughs> um, is somebody, however, sorry, is somebody's phone vibrating? No. Oh, weird. Oh, okay. Um, maybe it's you. Oh, it's it's it, it's when you talk. Oh no. Oh, um, <laughs> someone's running a tap downstairs. Oh, it'll so be that then. Maybe if Connor goes first, I can jump back in when the tap noise is stopped. <laughs> Connor. God, you were, really, you were really, really, really committed to that wasting potential there, aren't you, Sarah? That's your whole answer that you just straight away. Well, what can you do? I mean... What can you do? Right, Sarah, you need yeah. to stop okay. talking because that tap noise is intensely irritating. <laughs> Connor, off you go. Immediately avoiding Biff. Um, I don't think I have to justify it. He's it looks like gammon. Um, I and I don't mean like appearance-wise. I feel like he's got the aesthetic of gammon. I'm sure you know what I mean. Um, I am kind of suspicious that something as perfect as Jethro has come in any way, shape or form by Biff's involvement. So I'm sure that... I should interject, right, and say that Biff, apparently the... So Will Carlyle, who has been a guest on this podcast on two occasions before, uh, last time I spoke to him on this podcast, we had a little conversation where he said that he had um, worked on a television production of some kind with the actor who plays Biff in Midnight. And... um, they he'd given this guy a lift home 
and he was absolutely lovely. Apparently, like one of the loveliest uh, actors he'd met. But we're not talking about the actor. No, I'm sure so the actor's lovely. I just lovely. wanted to clarify that we're catch. not. We're very much not talking about the actor. I'm sure he's a lovely no. man. We're talking about sure. the horrific uh, person that he plays. Yeah, not nice. Bad Biff. So avoiding Biff. Um, who were the other two? It was Bill Bailey's Waste of Potential and... Becca Savage from The Witch Finders. Okay, I'm going to... I'm going to marry Bill Bailey's Waste of Potential um, because there's just so much to explore and so much time to do it. Um, and in terms of Becca Savage, I will snog... Um, but it's really, I remember there was a quiz of Rassilon, um question once about, you know, what the name of Becca Savage was, like who was, who, you know, what, what the name of the character was. And I was so certain that I stood, I almost stood up and screamed that, that it was Becca Fisher, but that's the pub owner from Broadchurch. So in my mind, even though when Becca Savage came up, I, I was like, why, why has she put the pub owner from Broadchurch into this? But either way, whether it be the pub owner or the, um, uh, I don't what it, 18th century um, misogynist. I'm going to go with a quick snog and see you later. 17th century, no? 17th. I was, you know, give me, give me something. Give you a century Close. outside. Um, cool. I'm actually, you know what? I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to snog Biff, and I think I'm going to avoid Becca you? Savage because I find her so um, abominable. And Biff, where's like, the Biff? Biff's horrible, but he's, I just, you know, I could snog him and it'll be fine. You know, I could just get over it. I feel like there's something, I feel like there's something rotten inside of Becca Savage that I, that I would in some way ingest by snogging her. Whereas like. More rotten than Biff. Yeah, Biff, I feel like I could snog and then just be able to forget about it, you know? What is wrong with you? Sorry, no. I'm obviously mar- marrying the wasted potential of Bill Bailey. Who wouldn't marry that? That's really upset me. You know what I'm imagining. You know what I'm imagining as well. I'm imagining instead of, um, you know, the leaf in Rings of Akatend, like you were saying, represents all of the potential stories that could have been in in her mother's life or whatever. Yeah. I am imagining the equivalent totem for Bill Bailey being his ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> who was the cast? Who was the casting director at the time? Is, is it Andy Pryor? Does Andy Pryor, yeah. Forever Just imagine Norway. Andy Pryor like on the cliff somewhere yeah, holding yeah, up with, Bill Bailey's ponytail. He's <laughs> <laughs> all the roles he could have had. If there are any artists listening, could you draw that? <laughs> Please, Andy Pryor holding up Bill Bailey's ponytail. I would. Uh, Sarah, what are you thinking? I don't know if you can still hear it, but it's because someone's 100%. having a shower. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. It's fine. Hopefully, it's my mum and she's really quick in the shower. If it's my sister, then we're doomed. Um, <laughs> I agree with you, Molly. I'd go exactly the same way. Um, Do you see what I'm for... saying about the about the kind of um, the rot inside Becca Savage that isn't present yeah. in Yeah. Biff's just yeah, like a bit of exactly. a, a bit of a piece of shit. Do you know what I mean? He's just like a bit of a wanker. Whereas yeah. Becca Savage well, is, her, she's like a demon. Um, by uh, saying Becca enough times, you summoned the spirit of Rebecca the cat. <laughs> oh, really? So, for, oh my god! 
So for listeners who don't know, which is pretty much every listener, um, Sarah's <laughs> got a cat called... Although actually, Rebecca, I think, gets a mention in episode 100 of the podcast. Um, Rebecca is Sarah... Yeah, Rebecca, um, does she piss on you or something in episode 100 of the podcast? She does, yeah. Yeah. Um, she's Sarah's cat and she's really uh, elderly. And Can um, I... Senile. Yes, can, can I... Can I get a video of Becca for my one second a day? Yeah. 100%. And go from Becca Savage to Becca the Cat. Hello, hello, lovely. Hello. Um, if anything, the fact that he's not he's mediocre enough to not even warrant being the worst choice on this list is even more reason for him to be avoided. There's nothing, there's nothing exciting there. At all, he's not even the worst choice. I just think I'm like sorry, we've, we've all snogged someone we didn't really want to snog. Who was just like, no, this this really has upset me. Okay, should we move yeah. on? Then? Um, Can we move on? It's Thank hard you. because uh, the actress Siobhan, what's her face that plays? She's great. Yeah, she's like, stunning as well. Big big fan. Um, but I I had a question that I was desperate to ask both of you, and if you know the answer automatically, don't ruin it for the other one. How mm-hmm. old do you think Bill Bailey is? I don't think he's that old. I think he's younger than you think. I want to say like mid fifties. Yeah, like he's fifty five. And when I found that out, I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, I he's just not thought very he was. I thought he was like mid, like a decade older. Well, he's he's like really? the same generation as like Simon Pegg, and that lot. Which I find alarming because he's oh just yeah, no, that doesn't. He's, got, he's just got a bad haircut that ages him. Yeah, is it a haircut? I think it is. I think if he if he shaved his hair, I don't think I think you would believe him as mid fifties easily. Yeah, I feel like in my head he's like the same age as Billy Conley. And they've been around the same amount of time. That's that's why he's like seventy-five or something, or like (laughs) eighty. I'm gonna Google this. Sorry, um, Bill Bailey, if you're listening, uh, which I'm sure you are. (laughs) No way, Billy Connolly looks insanely old. Is (laughs) seventy-eight years old? (laughs) Seventy-eight. I just thought he was a similar sort of like at the age where I watched Billy Connolly stand up. I feel like I watched Bill Bailey stand up. So I've I've merged the two in my head. Who's next? Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? All of the Morbius doctors is uh, (laughs) is uh, option one. (laughs) All of them at once. So you're snogging them all, you're avoiding them all, or you're marrying all of them in a sort of bigamist way. It's quite exciting. Hyphen with a three from Orphan 55. The furry from Orphan 55. The furry. (laughs) Okay, next one. Prentice. Do we remember who this is, guys? Uh, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. (laughs) Sarah, do you remember Mm -mm, who this is? No, no. So this no! is the the Tavolian that appears in um in uh, under the lake and before the flood. He's a Tavolian <sighs> um funeral director who. So this is the race that that is sort of sexually aroused by being conquered. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like a um, 
a little naked mole rat. rat. Yeah, he mole does. Rat, yeah. yeah, wait, so we got Prentice, we got all the Morbius Doctors. Who was the second option? Mm-mm. Um. <laughs> wait, I forgot. I can't remember. Listen to this um... Um, can, we, can we phone a friend? <laughs> let, me, let, me, uh, let me scroll back. Oh, up. it was um, hyphen. Oh, hyphen. hyphen. Three. Of course yeah. it was, yeah. With the three. Right. Um, I'm going to make Sarah do this one first. This is not a fair decision because I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what the hell? <laughs> uh, I'm going to just, like, I have a a view of hyphen in my in my head and I just want to make sure I want to see how bad this is going oh good lord she's fine she's just a bit <laughs> furry worse than I recalled in this this is it's the first it's not great makeup no it's oh. really not I feel like my mum could have done this for me at a school play <laughs> um <laughs> this is like a, a it really does feel like it, it really does feel like there were production constraints there doesn't it yeah, like, I like feel if like they maybe could, they'd have gone full cats. Yeah, and then she was like, "I can't breathe with this on," yeah. and they were like, "Well, this is what we've got." And then some apprentice in this like was like, "I actually did face painting at my yeah. school." Yeah, like amazing. Um, well, I'm gonna have to avoid apprentice because good lord um awful <laughs> truly hideous um i feel like it's gonna have to be a, a snog for hyphen and then all of our makeup will come off on my face um and yeah i, I i'm hoping that her fur feels like nice like my dressing gown and not like those sort of cheap Russian hats you can buy in gift shops. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure though. Um, well, presumably, it would feel like a cat's fur. Well, I would hope so. I hope it's. I mean, I, I brushed Rebecca today for a good ten minutes. Mm-hmm. I feel like hopefully it'd be the same. Um, oh, that's weird, isn't it? Um, Wait, so you're snogging then, her and you're marrying all of the Morbius doctors? Yeah, I feel like it would be a very interesting I, experience. I want to see this as a reality show or a sitcom. Yeah, Sarah Garden yeah. lives in a in a big house with with like Graham Harper and Douglas Campfield and like all of these like white men in their fifties who or forties who are um, making Doctor Who in the seventies. Just in yeah, your like house kind of like the of Bachelor. Yeah, and I'm yeah, the yeah, Bachelor. Yeah. We love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah. the, bachel- the Bachelorette only marries one. Yeah, but I, I just if I lived perpetually in the first episode, um, fair enough, fair enough. That would be that would be my life. I feel that like sounds I could amazing. That. Um, be- yeah. Before we carry on, I'm going to actually change my microphone because this cable is a little dodgy and it's annoying me. Uh, so I'll be back in a sure. second. You do you. This should hopefully sound okay now. There we go. We're back. Okay. Um, where were we? I think. Sarah had just quite rightfully um, uh, avoided Prentice. That's right. Sarah was in this situation where she was living in a bachelorette-style house. With the Morbius Doctors. She'd avoided Prentice and she was snogging hyphen with a three. Connor, what are you doing? Um, I'm not going to spend too much time on this because uh, it makes me really uneasy. I'll be avoiding Prentice. 
because um, personally I'm offended by his existence. <laughs> um, it is qu- quite easily the most offensive thing that's ever happened on the show. I, I, it makes me, makes me sick. Makes is he, me do you think sick. he's worse than the Tivolian played by David Williams in um, The God Complex? Yes, because on one hand, David Williams. <laughs> on the <laughs> other hand, though, Prentice seems to be much more into it. He's like he's very, very yeah. like there's titillated. A, there's, a, there's an increased sexuality to the way the the Prentice guy does, like significant increase. Yeah, um, it's Paul K as well, and I like Paul K. But I don't like Prentice, so avoiding without without a second thought. Um, ugh, no, um, I would like to snog all the Morbius doctors at once um, because feel like that would be like some kind of world record. How would yeah. that work? Well, all at once, they're all on your face at once. There's like eight of them or something. Yeah, but <laughs> have, have, that, so, have you, you know how we were talking a about a harem of Morbius doctors sort of snogging your whole body? Mm. Is that how it's working? I don't want to answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to move on, right? And I'm going to, I'm going to, and then, and then, and then, um, uh, marry hyphen because, um, I could, like, you know, a bit of arts and crafts. That's all we'd have a great laugh. <laughs> I, I'm going to get snogged by all of the Morbius doctors. It's... And I'm gonna I'm gonna marry Hyphen because she's kind of cute, and I'm gonna avoid Prentice like the plague. Do you know what I think? Me, me and Hyphen would go on the road. We do like you guys would get prim- on, you know. Primary school like entertainment, kind of like you know you those incursions that <laughs> yeah. you know would be like singing at club uh, sevens, but like and a bit in of, an educational way. Yeah, a bit of theatre and education, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I like in fact, it. I'm, looking for, I'm a bit disappointed that that's not a reality. We better get on with but, yeah. these now, actually, because we're almost an hour in. Um, okay. Sarah, you've done go. two of your wild cards, I think, haven't you? And I have. Connor, you've and done, I've done two. two as well. Okay, good stuff. Yeah. Just got one of each. Fine. Right. We're going to go for another lineup. Alpha Century is our first choice. Do we all know who that is? Mm. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who's next? The Warlord. Do we know who this is? It's another classic who one. Um, in fact, no. I mean, I don't mean the Warlord. I mean the War Chief. Google the, the War Chief. From, who? from the War Games. From the War Games. He is the main villain in the War Games. Yeah. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> What's wrong with him? He's just a man with a Why beard. are we for God's sake thing? He has there. the most facial hair of any human being His I've ever seen. His facial hair isn't good. That is true. He looks like an elderly version of Seneca Crane from The Hunger Games. Okay. What is going on? Yeah, it's not good. Oh. It isn't good. Um, Sarah, we need your wild card um, for, for the last one. It's Tish. Tish, Martha's sister Tish. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, so I am I am uh gonna marry her straight away. Yeah. Um because she's super cute and she seems like a bit of a legend. 
um, and she's had a really diverse career, hasn't she? So she could talk to me about that at length. I wonder what she's doing now. Um, <laughs> and I could. I wonder where she is now. And I could. <laughs> Working I on the front line. Snog. She, I bet she is. I bet she's a key worker. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I bet she, she's got I one of those badges. Nursed Captain Tom through his final <laughs> days. <laughs> Okay. I had enough. I had enough. Okay. Um, I would snog Alpha Century um, because I just want to know how the mechanics of that would work. I feel like... Uh, something makes me think you would snog the eye. Because the eye <laughs> is the whole head. Right? So I think you're licking the eye there. And I um, would... Like a lychee. Like exactly like a lychee. Yeah, I bet it sort of had a, has a kind of lychee residue on it as well um who was the last one? Oh, the war chief i'm avoiding like the plague um what are you eating sarah uh just some lasagna so rude <laughs> so rude i've got a garlic bread here next to me and i haven't dared touch it um um a, a what sorry a garlic bread i feel like the emphasis is wrong there it's garlic bread no garlic bread oh, okay. Garlic bread. Oh my! Every time you come on this Not podcast, it's some kind of Australian versus British. Uh, Sorry, it, if you're, uh, do you want some? Do you want some garlic bread? Yeah. Do you want some garlic bread? No, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, it does. I don't need to what? trust here because my gut is saying Connor in this situation, but then I also know how Connor pronounces Waterstone, so I think <laughs> maybe I'm. <laughs> Just a recap for the listeners who weren't here last time. He says Waterstones. Yeah, what of it? <sighs> okay. Leave me alone. I like it. Also, the cinema it's chain nice. view is vu, according to Connor. Oh <laughs> or my. at times, at times, vui. Vui. <laughs> right. Um, Zoom's going to kick <laughs> us off again in seven. Uh, okay. Sarah, what are you doing here? What's your What's your plan? Um, Married Tish, because like you say, it just seems like a saint. Um avoid well, it depends how many drinks i've had to be honest because i mean i i feel like the you like chief a man with a beard though i do but yeah. that's sad but i feel like if i was in a, a dark setting and i'd had a few i'd be like all right and then i'd <laughs> on facebook the next day and i'd be like girls look at this this person that i've Oh, this is just a bad picture. This is just a bad picture. Let me just find a good picture. <laughs> for 40 minutes and they'd be like, Sarah, you need to admit there is no good picture. <laughs> um, so I probably, I probably would. I probably wow. would snog him. And then you're avoiding Alpha Centauri. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't want to think about the mechanics. I, I don't want to know the mechanics. The, the voice, it's just no. <laughs> wow. I mean... <laughs> Alpha Centauri is a non-binary icon, let's not forget. What did you just call me? Did I I said I find it transphobic that you would automatically avoid Alpha Centauri on account of her looks and her voice. Yeah. That's why I thought you were saying because of the mechanics. Well, I mean, it's the kind of thing people say about us, isn't it, Connor? About people like me. I don't know how the mechanics are. How do you have sex? That's the kind of questions I get. On a daily, not on a daily basis, but on a regular basis, from bigots. So you know, it did actually strike a chord, Sarah. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry to have offended you, Alpha Century, and the entire trans community <laughs> on this. <laughs> this is like this is like that Twitter thread going around. It's like when was the first time you saw yourself represented on screen? <laughs> 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 yeah. When I watched the Curse of Peladon as a child, that was the first time I thought I know what I am. <laughs> it's been it's been growing inside me for so long and I watched that and I thought you know that song from The Greatest Showman this is yeah. me that's like that's what played in my head when I saw Alpha Centauri <laughs> <laughs> Laverne Cox might think that she that she was uh, a trailblazer but actually it was Yasan Churchman that um, oh God, that made the real the real impression uh okay let's do it. wait connor you've not said what you would do yet um okay so i regretfully um i'm going to avoid mike wazowski um and um and then i will be snogging tish because like self-explanatory and I'm going to be marrying the war chief because, you know, the things I look for in a long-term relationship, like, that's 10 episodes. That is some stamina there. So, <laughs> you know, I, you know, that's, that's a very... A good point. And they're 10 good episodes yeah. too. It, there's never, you never get it... bored during the war games, strangely. No, and by the time that you get to the end of it, you've forgotten what happened at the start. So you can just go back and it's like an endless cycle. It's an ideal it's relationship. Secular. Yeah. And and a marriage is secular, and sta- like you know, you need you need that, you need stamina, you need commitment, you need long term in a marriage. I think so. Um, yeah, that's my that's my reasoning. Sorry to um to Elvis and Shore, I'm, I'm avoiding, but not because of personal prejudice, just because of other options on the table. No, I think that's fair enough. I think that's fair enough. I accept your apology in advance. I'm gonna select some more people. Let's do it. This ad we're using for the random character generation is so littered with massive adverts. It's actually quite stressful to use. Uh, Ooh, although we have a new customer offer for Casino. Well, we'd be foolish not to take them up on that. Oh, Gwen, Gwen Cooper. Obviously, primarily a Torchwood character, but I've been able to include it because she did make a appearance in Doctor Who in the Series 4 finale. I've been watching Torchwood recently, so I, I kind of had Gwen on the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, Tech Tayoon is option mm-hmm. number two. Now, I'm going to leave oh. this to your imagination because, of course, we we see during the Timeless Children, we see Tech Tayoon in various guises, don't we? Um, we see her yeah. as a woman initially, and then we see her as a, as a, a man later on. So I'm going to leave it up to you. In terms of which tech team you want to be thinking about. Who's it going to be next? Joshua Naismith. Oh. Is our final character. Do we remember who this is? Yeah, the hey, incest yeah. one. <laughs> I mean, there's there's no explicit incest, but it is implied. This Very is, implied. So this is Sarah. This is the, the character, the sort of millionaire character who funds the... Um, the gate, the healing gate that they use in the end of time, played by with, David Harewood, with the daughter, with the daughter with the that daughter. he's clearly a bit into. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> so we're gonna go for uh, Sarah first. Actually, what do you think, Sarah? 
Tech T and Gwen oh, Cooper, Joshua Naismith, Snog Maria Void. I mean, there's no long-term relationship goals in that in that group. I'm, I won't lie to you. Um, <gasps> How about Gwen? How about Gwen? She's she's always got a little sly eye going around. I mean, she does um, cheat, doesn't she? She is a cheater. She cheats with she Owen in season one. That's true. And uh, but she, ultimately, like she is she is loyal to Reese. Yes. <laughs> that is cultural appropriation. Did you just did, did you just attempt a Welsh voice? No, I just like the way she says Reese when she cries, and she's like Reese. No, I don't like it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna snog Gwen. Um, I'm gonna have to avoid Joshua Naismith because um, foul, gross, <laughs> um, <laughs> basically a crime to include. Um, and that means I have to marry Tech Taeun, but I. I just did a Google to remind myself of some of the guises, and they're all right. And you know, I find that the the, the main version of Tectium we see sort of alluring. Yeah, it's sort of interesting. I mean, isn't she? But she is also on. a child abuser. Let's not forget. Yeah, I was going to say, like, in terms of more like, morally dubious like than the... Joshua Naismith in a lot of ways. Well, also, I I I don't really want kids, so I I don't find that problem. Yeah, but we don't know that it's a, a problem exclusive to children. What if she starts experimenting on you? Oh, well. So are you snogging her? No. Well, you're marrying her. I, just, I, can't, I can't deal with no, Gwen. This and makes no sense. You've got to marry Gwen above her. No. Okay, so then you're avoiding if Joshua. My, my memory of her is a lot hazier because I've watched it maybe twice. Wow. Yeah. Connor, what are you saying? Unfortunately, you're asking me to choose which child abuser I want to snog. Well, we don't. It's implied and with Joshua Naismith, isn't it? It's not. It's not implied. That's as clear as day. You can cut the. What, why have they done that? Why have they done that? There's so much. There's so many times in Doctor Who that I can't justify what is happening on screen and a reason for it. But but this in particular, I think I'm gonna have to snog Joshua Naismith because the the implication, as you say, is not as bad as repeated and intentional child experimentation and abuse over a prolonged period of time. So I'm gonna. There's there's nothing about that that wants me anywhere near it on a shirt tour, short term or long term basis. And then I will marry Gwen Cooper because she's like one of my favourite characters in the universe. I would like, yeah, you know what? Everyone ha- everyone makes mistakes. Everyone has those days. You know, same. yeah. Gwen she is at her heart a good person, right? A good and loyal person. Yeah. I think one of yeah. So absolutely, I would I would happily. Um, marry and live a long life with Gwen Cooper. I Sorry, did, did Connor just quote Hannah Montana then? <laughs> I did. I wasn't sure <laughs> I, missed I, was. that. I missed that one. I thought I, thought I got it just Everybody off. Makes I'm glad. Everybody has those days. Everybody <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm going to marry... I'm glad you picked up on that, Sarah. <laughs> I'm going to marry Gwen Cooper like Connor. But I think I'm going to swap the other answers and I think I'm going to snog Tech Tayoon because of the allure of that initial incarnation. And I'm going to avoid Naismith. 
Fair. Right, let's Fair. do another lot. Okay. Not very many left now, guys. There are some real, real keepers. There are some bangers yeah. in there, though. Yeah, um, I'm excited. It's all about the combo, though, isn't it? It really like... is. Yeah, exactly right. Okay, the first option is Dalek Sec, but I'm thinking specifically of the human hybrid Dalek Sec <laughs> with the with the little penises hanging off his head. Yeah. Right. Correct. In the in the dusty, nineteen thirties suit. Manhattan. One of the weirdest choices Doctor Who's ever made. Yeah, there's no justifying that. <laughs> okay, Clara's I'm still. Nan. I'm more. I'm more weirded out by Joshua <laughs> by Smith. Smith than... Okay, Clara's <laughs> yeah. Nan is uh, our second choice. Oh, For God's sake! What's wrong with Clara's Nan? She's lovely in her two appearances. <laughs> okay. And we've got finally Connor's final wild, wild card. Who is it? It's 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 a bit of a package deal. Okay. It's it's Suki squared. Wait, what? So it's both of the Sukis. So Suki from the long game, right? Who is a yeah, undercover, yeah. The undercover um, agent, uh, sure. Undercover uh, agent, and then Suki from Praxius, who is also an undercover agent, and they both get revealed in the same way. <laughs> so she's the uh, girl who turns out to be an alien, right? In Praxius. Yeah. So they're both Sukis that that are not who they say, and they both, when they get revealed, hold up a gun in the same way, and that's true. And threaten their revealer, and they're both Sukis, and they're like that. So that that's all they um both of them hold a warm place in my heart. So and also um together. I love that Suki from the long game um uh, is from what, I don't know, the fiftieth century or something, but dresses like she's uh at, just gone for a Sunday sale at I don't know, Bon Marsh or something. So Yeah, yeah. They, they, all of <laughs> all of Russell T. Davies stories that send the future, everyone dresses like they've they've just been to H and M in two thousand five. It's it's absolutely <laughs> iconic. Um, now that's alluring. That's alluring. not child abuse. That von March wardrobe is alluring. So we've got the Sukis, we've got Dalek Sec, and we've got um, what was the other one? Clara's Nan. <laughs> Clara's Nan. Nan. Sure. Okay. Uh, I am going to. I'm actually going to marry the Sukis. Because I think they're both pretty cool. Well, the first Suki is cooler mm. than the second Suki. The second one is a bit more malicious. But I think she's not beyond saving. And I think the first Suki is really cool and politically outrageous. So I, I am attracted to both of them. Mm-hmm. I am going to avoid... This is actually difficult, right? Because... It's so difficult. I don't look. I don't want to avoid Clara's Nan. That feels harsh because I really like her as a character. I think she's a really nice person. But also, I don't. Without being ageist, I don't really want to snog an old lady. No. And it feels wrong to snog an old lady. However, I don't Swear. want to. I, I don't know. I do kind of want to snog Dalek Sec. Just to see, a, a bit like the Alpha Centauri one, where it's like, I want to see how the mechanics of that would work. Would his would his little um, would his little tentacles stand on end, perhaps? No. <laughs> um, 
I think I'm going to go for snogging him. Um, and I'm going to avoid Clara's nan in the nicest possible way. And I'm going to marry the Sukis. Connor, what are you doing? Um, uh, at the risk of um, being... I just think that same kind of feeling that I got with Prentice, that he's too into it, I get with Dalek sick. <laughs> they, they're far too um, stimulated. Uh, I also I, hate I that um, that American voice, how they didn't get Nick Briggs, they got the, the other guy. And yeah, it's like... yeah, I think, you know, look at look at like when um, uh, Charlotte Ritchie kind of is taking over control of the Dalek or, or Ryan's dad as well, like they over over put um, Nick Briggs's voice in their voice at the one time yeah, yeah, yeah. and that really works. Um, but it's not, it's not for the voice. It's for everything else yeah. <laughs> that I am avoiding Dalek sick. Yeah. Um, um, I'm going to... The suit's pretty dapper to be fair. Yeah. I mean, sure. <laughs> um, I'm Sarah's gonna... looking exasperated. Like, I'm what gonna... sort of argument is that? <laughs> The suits, the suits, all right. Yeah, but like, I'm not snogging the suit. Right, fair enough. Yeah, I will. I will marry Clara's nan because I think we'd have a lovely, lovely little time. A short. I find time it really together, weird though. But a lovely one. Yeah. I guess yes. You, one might say a short time, Molly. Um, not not I. Um, and then I will just say I find it really weird that Moffat specifically in the Twelfth Doctor's era doesn't like almost is anti-world building and specifically with Clara is almost anti like setting up a family so much so that Clara's nan coming back doesn't feel like a nice bit of continuity it feels so jarring it does doesn't it It feels odd it's but this is the thing like there's like five episodes in between the rings of Akaten and the time of the doctor Mm. or no there's not but you know what I mean like in terms of filming and they like they recast her dad yeah for well, I, 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 mean, I don't know I've whether that, a... I don't know whether people always go on about them recasting a dad, and I don't think it's a problem because he's supposed to be significantly older when they recast him. Yeah, but the that, I'm I've I've got a theory that it's not. I've got a, a theory that because he's just credited as dad, whereas the first credit is like Mike Oswald or whatever the name is. So I don't think they're the same person. Oh. He's just a character whose name is dad. Um, and uh, but yeah, so I I don't. So while I do like Clara's nan, I find her return more jarring than than like a nice fun bit of continuity because it just doesn't line up with anything else. Um, and then I would um, marry, no, snog whoever the third person was. Oh, the Sukis. Yeah, go on. It's snog the Sukis at once or would, yeah. you, ta- would you make them take it in turns? Um, at once. Sarah G, what are you saying? Wow. Um, I'm <laughs> I'm going to marry the suitcase. Yeah, of course you are. For the exact reason that you said, Molly. Mm-hmm. Like, so a very warm place in my heart for the first suitcase. Um, yeah. Then I have to avoid human Dalek because... It's just so great. I remember watching it as a child and being disturbed, <laughs> like heavily, um, by the presence of human Dalek. Um, and I, I'll just have to snog Clara's man, but it's just it feels gross. Have you seen and that I... um, Phoebe's 
Phoebe Bridges video where she snogs that old lady. Yeah. I, it's quite moving in a weird way, isn't it? I don't know. There's, um, I swear, um, Jimmy Carr did a weird TV show where he snogged a, an older person. I don't know. There's definitely so, like an SNL sketch where like um, Andy Sandberg goes and snogs like a whole lot of grandmas in a shopping centre or something. Oh, no. It shouldn't, be, it shouldn't be as unsettling as it is. Like, it feels ages that see. I'm this unsettled by the idea of snogging an elderly person. Yeah, I to think... the point in which that you would choose to snog a creepy <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. darling. Yeah. I, I think it's that. I don't think it's their age that puts me off. I think it's that the only elderly people I've really been... I've got to know throughout my life are my own relatives or other people's grandparents, which which yeah. feels wrong, obviously. It yeah, it does. It just morally feels corrupt. But I mean, that's why we do this podcast. Isn't <laughs> yeah, it? it is. All right, let's pick some more choices. See where it's going to take snogging, us. Snogging snogging Clara's nan would be like. It, I feel like that that lady that like goes on this morning and is like oh my god I actually forgot that element of Clara's nan because she's sort of got the horn hasn't she for the doctor oh she does too oh yeah that would be a good fun yeah okay who have we got now Clive Jones Martha's dad Clive Jones is option one bit of a playboy a bit of a playboy yep that's true that's true um Harry Sullivan Companion to the Fourth Doctor. Okay, the Eternal Dalek. So this is the Yellow Paradigm Dalek. I'm just going to check, <laughs> <laughs> just in case it changes my it's mind. It's a Yellow Dalek, Sarah. I doubt you're going to. I doubt there's going to be any butterflies in your tummy when you're looking at it. <laughs> you don't know how I operate. <laughs> right. While while Sarah's googling, Connor, what's your choice going to be? Clive, I'm going to avoid. I'm going to. I'm going to avoid the Lib Dem Dalek. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, mainly because of the color. Um, I'm going to. Um. Snog. Mister Jones. Mm. Because why not? Um, and I think Harry would be a much. You'd marry Much him. better spouse. I'd marry Harry. Right. I am going to... I'm going to avoid Harry because he's a... While he's lovely at times, he is a bit of a misogynist, isn't he? Because of the era he's from. I'm going... I can't remember. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm remembering a specific scene where Sarah Jane... Um tells him that she's going to spit at him if if he calls her old girl again <laughs> um which is quite <laughs> iconic i would snog clive because i feel like he is a playboy um so there must be some kind of thing about him that where these women keep coming back to him you know so i think i would <laughs> snog him on account of that and I would marry the Eternal Dalek for the following reason. Um, its yellow chassis reminds me <laughs> <laughs> reminds me of my mother's old car. 
which was a bright, ye- which was a bright yellow Volkswagen Beetle, right? And the, I've got a long history with that car. So when when she got the car, we were um, just driving along in the, in the, in her previous car, and she pointed to this yellow Beetle that was parked up in the, the garage in um, near where we lived in Manchester, and she said, "Should I buy that car now?" And I was maybe nine at the time, and I said, "Yes, mum, you should." And we went into the into the um, car showroom. We bought the car, just there and then. And then we drove the car to Birmingham, and we watched the 2005 X Factor live tour at the NEC <laughs> Arena. Right. Anyway, a number of years later, she sold the car um, to her colleague's daughter um, because. She'd had a baby and she needed a larger car. And then in 2010, she got married to my stepdad and she needed a wedding car. And she was so fond of this yellow beetle that she um, she got in touch with the colleague whose daughter she'd sold the car to. And she said, can I have that car as for the day as my wedding car? And her colleague, Nabil, um, drove her to the church in the yellow in the car in the yellow car and then drove it to the reception in it and um, with like a big ribbon on the front of it and i've just got a lot of memories with that car and i the eternal dalek kind of conjures that in my mind and i think i could form a similar bond with that dalek i loved that whole story <laughs> that was lovely i was just that... living for it you, you've, yeah i don't know what to think <laughs> Odd, oddly i feel like my avoidance of um, the Eternal Dalek is tied as well to an experience that I had in the yellow car because I'm not sure if you've <laughs> ever seen any like Melbourne taxis. If you can Google like what a Melbourne taxi looks like, but my nonno, my grandfather, right. was a taxi driver, mm-hmm. and so at one point he got a new taxi, and so we had this old taxi that you know you take all the vinyls off, and then it was just this bright yellow car, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it was. It then became Mum's car. had had the old taxi that had all the stickers taken off of it. So it was his bright yellow car. And once we were at my grandfather's, and we were playing hide and seek. And I said to my brother, "Oh, let's let's jump in the boot of the car. They won't find us in the boot of the car." The thing is, this is a really really old car. So in my mind, I'd be I was like five or six at the time. I was like, you know, absolutely, I can just hold the the boot up a little bit so we don't get stuck inside. Anyway. Um, mum was at work, the car was there. Yeah. So got in, got in and it, uh, you know, having the time of our lives, my brother would have been like four and I was like six and, uh, you know, hiding in the boot of the car and then it clicked and obviously, and it was quite a big plot. So there was like my, I, I just thought, okay, eventually Nonna will come near and I'll be able to yell out to him. Hours go on, hours go on. Oh my God. Um, You're just, you're both in the boot of the car. It was a really, really, really hot day. This was a very metal car. There was no padding, anything. Jared starts to feel my brother really, really sleepy. So I say, just have a nap, have a nap, you know, blah, 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 blah. Not realising that there's actually no kind of air circulation. Dogs die in hot cars, right? So he didn't didn't have a nap. He he passed out. 
Um, uh, but I didn't know that. I thought he was just having a nap. My four-year-old brother had passed out because of no air in the boot of the car. Are you sure this was and hours, they... though? Because as a child, your perception of time is different. Oh, yeah, probably not. Well, it was long enough for the fact that when I started, when I heard someone in the backyard and started banging again, mm-hmm. the person that opened it was a cop because the whole backyard was full of policemen looking <laughs> around because it, it, my oh, poor my grandfather God. always had a heart attack thinking that we'd been abducted. Um, and yeah, then we made Milo's and hot chocolates and had it. Then he hadn't told my mum, and so my mum came home from work and he had to tell her. Did you get know, a bollockin? Or not? Sorry? Did you get a bollockin from your, from your mother or from your grandfather? Not that I can remember. I think it was only. I it suppose was only they would just later, leave but... to find you, maybe. Yeah, it was just years later because I thought it'd just been a bit of fun, and then it was years later. Where it was like, no, 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 Jared didn't have a nap. Like he passed out. Like if you'd been in there any longer, he would have died. You would have killed your poor brother. So I think on a on a subconscious level, my avoidance of the eternal Dalek comes from a yellow the car, yellow as car well. experience. Wow, I was just thinking as well with my yellow car story. I don't know where this leaves it, where this leaves me, but the eternal. Dalek is a Dalek, and my mum's car was made by Volkswagen, so in a way, they're both Nazi <laughs> things. <aren't they? laughs> so I don't know where I don't how to think... feel about that. I'm still going to marry it. I'm still going to marry it. Everybody makes mistakes, right? Yeah, I don't think my I don't think a Melbourne taxi has Nazi roots, but who knows? You know, um, Sarah, do you have any other car story? <laughs> um. No, funnily enough, and I this what a what a roller coaster I've been on with these two stories. The highs and lows of low car ownership. Um, I think I'd have to marry Harry, um, for lack of options, just because I feel like Clive would would move on very quickly. Um, although maybe by snogging him, I could string him along, and he could buy me something expensive. Um, like a yellow car <laughs> like a yellow car um, and then yeah I'd have to avoid the um, the yellow Dalek just because I've got two mixed emotions about it now <laughs> okay so we've got two choices left so I've clearly miscalculated there's supposed to be a third one um, so we're going to have to make a third one up we've got Trish Webber who is the mother of Chloe Webber from Fear Her we've got Strax and then we've also got, I'm going to go with the Cyber Woman for our last choice from Torchwood. God. Oh. <laughs> so we've got Trish Webber, Strax, and the Cyber Woman. Snog, <sighs> marry, avoid. This is our final one. You've got to really make it count. I'm Googling Trish Webber. She's played by myself. Nina Sasanya. Nina Sasanya. Mm. From um, <laughs> Killing Eve and... Um, not Lucifer from everything uh, from his dark materials from yeah she's in everything Dracula not that I've seen it no it's not Dracula she's in um, uh, Good Omens Good Omens yeah she's the nun right she is the nun yeah um, I feel like I'd have to to marry her I feel like yeah me too actually yeah me three she's had a rough time of it um, her ex-husband seems like an arsehole um or ex-partner. Didn't know if they were married or not, sorry. Don't mm. want to assume. Um, but he's, I mean, he's also dead. Yeah, so she's like... Yeah, a double she's whammy a for her, life. isn't it? Yeah. Um, 
Then what were the what was the other option? What was your Strax and the Cyberwoman? Strax. Oh, I'm avoiding the Cyberwoman for God's sake. She caused too much faff <laughs> in, in the Watchwood <laughs> Hub. What was all that about? The the Cybermen have no motives. They have no. Uh, the episode like, I'll have put out before this one is an episode about Cyberwoman. By the way, Seth. Um, <laughs> but. Like they have no concept of emotion, like they don't have any. So why was she so sexy? Like why was she made that way? <laughs> like why why was she that you know she was only partially done? Why did that just happen to be the bits that covered her modesty? I mean, this is well tread ground from the previous episode with George Sheard. Um... Just it that again another episode that I, I watched it as a child and thought I don't think I like this but I'm confused. Um, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna snog her. Really? Yeah. Why? Even if you? she kills you straight after, she wouldn't know. We're gonna assume that like they don't like nothing else can happen. Like the snog happens in to to me that's built into the premise of this game. Like the snog happens in isolation. Nothing else is gonna happen to you. And she, okay. you know, she's a good-looking lady in a silver thong. I, of course, I'd snog her. And the other I, options are the other option is snogging Strax, which I'm not going to do. Yeah, I'm. I would though. What snog Strax? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Is that a little pocket rocket? <laughs> I don't. Think, yeah, exactly. I don't think that needs any justification. I tell look. I tell you why I'm not either snogging or marrying Strax is because Strax misgenders people at the best of times. He's misgendering Jenna Coleman, one of the beautiful, most beautiful women in the world. So I would be in for a bad time with Strax, and it would make. <laughs> I, know, I mean, I know his understanding of gender is blinkered, but I think it would make me feel uncomfortable. So I'm avoiding Strax. I'm snogging the Cyberwoman, and I am marrying be, Trish. It'd be like you know what would be better for Strax to gender you as correctly, knowing that he probably thinks of you as something else or incorrectly and it being exactly. right. Exactly. Like, Wh- whatever he says. There's is no, there's no right way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to avoid who, who, who are the Strax Cyberwoman and, and Trish, um, Trish, I will marry Trish. I think it would be nice. Um, she owns a property in London, which, I will never do. <laughs> um, so we don't know that she owns it. She could, um, she could merely be renting I'm it. I'm choosing to believe that she owns it. Okay. Yeah, it could be a council property, as I'm, as Council mm, Kel would say. Well, either way, I think. Why haven't they included nice him in either? We're gonna have to do a third one of these. Yeah, to make sure I can put the Council Kel just, in. Um, uh, I think, I think. Avoid Strax and okay. snog Cyberwoman. I feel like you are both not remembering Strax in its little Victorian get-up. <gasps> oh, true. Yeah. No, but I'd still, I prefer to snog the Cyberwoman, as problematic as her get-up is. Then, Because yeah. Stra- Strax, you've got to think, it's his mouth, and that's it's nasty. It, he seems thin-lipped, Strax. Mm. Well... Whereas you the know. Cyberwoman is just so... I mean, her whole the whole premise of her is that she's sexually attractive, isn't it? Yeah, and that's what makes it so wrong. I mean, is she getting an enjoyment from that? She's had her, all of her emotions taken away. 
Yeah, I guess. It's true. Don't make uh, but she seems a bit melodramatic it. to be emotionless. Can I just point out? Yeah. It's very true. From memory. Like, it, it, she doesn't come across as robotic. She seems like a bit of an ashad where she's got, like, some of her emotions left. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. That's that's. There it. we go. We've done all of those. How do we feel well, at the it... end of that, guys? Dirty. I feel... <laughs> I was going to say less scarred than last time, but I'm not sure. Well, last time we no. had the ethical minefield of Chang Li, didn't we? And we, we didn't have we to did. traverse anything like that this time. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> thanks yeah. for joining me again, folks. I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having us. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. We'll have to do this again in like another 18 months' time. I look forward to many more hypothetical Snogamarian avoidances. Um, where can people find you both online? Slash, have you got any upcoming projects on the way? Slash, um, is there anything at all that you'd like to plug? Well, I'll just jump in and say that you can follow me if you want. I wouldn't recommend it on most social medias. I use my real name. Very, very bad decision. It's Sarah Garnham. <laughs> Sarah underscore Garnham, right? It, it is, yeah. Apart from Instagram, because you wish to <laughs> follow me there. Your now. Instagram's great. Don't undersell your Instagram. I'd say, actually, of the social media you have, I value your right. Instagram the most, because it's uh, you make those little vlogs on there. That's very true. I have I have small emotional breakdowns on there. Should should that be your thing? <laughs> I have any upcoming projects? Uh, no, I do not. Do I have anything to plug? Uh, no, I do not. Okay. So... <laughs> Connor Johnston. Um, it's Johnston with a T. I said that. Um... That's what you said, you dickhead. No, I heard Johnson. <laughs> well, you heard wrong. <laughs> Okay, maybe it's just me trying to relate to Waterstones too much. Um, I uh, can be found on the internet as well using my own name. Um, I think my Twitter handle is cfjohnston17, mm-hmm. which is nice. I'm not very exciting. It's mainly just nonsense and poorly tweeted things that often get deleted after five minutes because I've not written them out correctly. Um Occasionally, there's a title card because mm, it's the only those, thing I know. Title cards. Yeah, I love them too, but I'm kind of getting to the point where it's I don't know how to do anything else. And so, what was a, an avenue for creativity right. well, well, here's has now ch- just re- reminded me of my restrictions. Here's a challenge. Um, <laughs> yeah. Use Photoshop to create an image of Andy Pryor. Holding Bill Bailey's ponytail. Fantastic. That is going to be my upcoming project. It's <laughs> going to be Andy Fryer, um, Rings of Abbottoning, uh, Bill Bailey's ponytail. Um, but yeah, no, on Twitter. I think that must um, be the first. so inclined. I think that must be the first use of Rings of Abbottoning as a verb. Ever. <laughs> um, hopefully not the last, Molly. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully not. not. <laughs> um, but yeah, CF, is it CFV Johnson or CF? Johnston. Just CF Johnston on Twitter. I think it's CFV Johnston and everything else. But right. just on, on Twitter, it's CF. And you can follow me on Twitter at Molly underscore Martian. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Galactic Yo-Yo Pod. Um, and you can email me at Galactic Yo-Yo Pod at gmail.com with any of your comments, suggestions uh, and complaints. But until next time, 
Goodbye, everybody. Sarah's pissing herself. What's the matter with you? <laughs> just, just the complaints. If you have any complaints, I'm well, sure I, you I will. I want to know. I want to listen. <laughs> have you ever gotten a complaint, Molly? Uh, not on, not on email. No. I will. I'll send one. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And until next time, bye, 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 bye. You guys have got to say bye now. Oh, oh bye. Bye. Salutations. <laughs>